Welcome to King's Touch Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's word will impact your everyday life. We have been having a good time going through the start of the Holy Spirit. We started with the person of the Holy Spirit. Then we came to see the ministry of the Holy Spirit into believers' life. And you know, as I said last time, there is no way you can be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. This is so important. There is no way you can live a Christian life. Because first of all, it begins with him. And it will end with him. Our life depends on the leading of the Spirit of God. Today we are going to look, uh, we are going to talk about walking with the Holy Spirit. Now you know about who he is. We talked about him being a person. And uh, we know the ministry of the Spirit of God in your life. But do we have a part to play? How are we going to walk with the Spirit of God? We know He is in us. We, we, we discussed uh, that He dwells in us. We talked about that He fills us. We talked about him praying for us, making intercessions for us. We know he is God. We know he is person. He has feelings. He can talk. He can hear you. So how are we going to walk with him? Today, uh, you know, when you are preparing the the sermon and uh, what you're going to preach on Sunday. You depend on the Spirit to lead you. And when you come here, most of the time it's surprisingly that you find the praise team doing the same thing that you have been preparing. They are singing the songs that are You know, it's like they read the same scriptures. It's like they, there was a sync because it is the same spirit. Today there was a song we sang here. Talking about bringing order and bringing fire, bringing light. Uh-huh. Bringing light to the dark generation and bring life.
bring truth to the lost generation. But one of the things that I wanted us to talk today, are you sure that you are not in that dark generation? You are not part of it. You're going to bring light. You're going to bring the truth. Do you know that truth? Are you not part of the lost generation? Because most of the time we sing and we don't think. We don't comprehend what, you know, we just sing because it is a song. We know the relics. We can sing it. It is true that as a son of God, you are the one to bring light to the dark generation. You are the one to bring truth to the lost generation. But these same children of God, they are the one every day seeking for the light. Seeking, you know, it's like moving from one church to another, from one man of God to another. It's like we, we are not even sure of who we are. So how are you going to walk with the Spirit of God? Everything that we have been studying concerning the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God, in summary, the work of the Spirit of God in your life is to conform you to the image of Christ. Everything that he dwells in you, he gives you power. He intercedes for you. Everything is just for you to be conformed to the image of Christ. We need to know who we are. If you want to walk with the Spirit of God, first of all, you need to know who you are. And you need to know, you need to be sure. Of what, you know, what Jesus, when Jesus died and resurrected, what does it mean for you? For Jesus to bring the Holy Spirit to you, to dwell in you, what does it mean? Because the Bible says in the book of Amos, how can two walk together unless they? They agree. And the Spirit of God in you is waiting for you to realize and to make his work easy. To realize who you are. To speak accordingly to the nature of God in you. Most of the time we speak contrary to the word of God. Most of the time we speak contrary to the nature of God in us. You know, some of the prayers that Christian prays, God is not going to answer them. And most of Christians are praying. I've been always talking about this. Most of Christians pray and they don't receive answers. 
And the issue is most of the time we pray the things that we already have. If I've already given you something and you keep asking me, I'm not going to. I have already answered it. You ask me again and again and again. You know, there are some things that we need to obtain by faith. There are some things we already have. We just need to realize. And most of the time, we waste time to pray for the things which you already have. Psalms 82.5 They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundation of the earth are unstable. I said ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. You know, these are the children of God. The Bible says in verse 6, I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But in verse 5, he say, they know not, neither will they understand. They walk in darkness, and all foundation of earth are out of course. That means these are the children of God, but they walk in, in darkness. Why? They know not, neither will they understand. These people, the Bible is talking up. We have this scripture that uh, is very famous. That my people are perish for the lack of knowledge. That means if you lack understanding, if you lack knowledge, you will die like mere men. The past two weeks I've been saying that it is easy to call people for prayer. But it's not easy to call people for Bible study. If you call people to read the word of God, they don't want to show up. But there is where the secret is. People have to come for prayers because they know their needs are going to be met in prayer. They know they are going to ask God to meet their needs. Little they know that they don't even have those needs. There is nothing that you need. You just need to realize what you have. There are some things you just need to obtain them. You don't need to ask. They are there at your disposal. You just need to know. Okay, let us... You know, sometimes we, 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 we pray and we ask God to bring the presence. Right? You know, let us pray for the presence of God. An example. Let us let us let us just let us just be there. Do you think you can pray, you can bring the presence down?
Or sometimes we say, oh God, if your presence does not go with me, I don't want to go. You know, we want to sound like Moses. You are not Moses. You cannot be like Moses. <laughs> Most of the time we want to walk according to our senses. That I, you know, I just felt, I just felt the presence of God. And sometimes you don't feel, you don't feel the, so if you don't feel anything, say, you know, it was dry. That date was dry. We, we, we just prayed. The prayers hit the ceiling and then came down. We have been, we have been discussing about the, the, the Holy Spirit. We said the Holy Spirit is a person, right? Yeah. There's a difference between the power of the Holy Spirit and the person of the Holy Spirit. So what, w- w- when you talk about presence, it is about the person, right? So the Holy Spirit is either he is here or not. He cannot be partially here. He is a person. So it, his, pre, his presence is himself. If he is here, he is here. Right? So in your life, is there a presence of God? The Spirit, is the Spirit of God in you? He himself? So, you say, (laughs) (laughs) where do you want not to go because the presence of God is not with you? You want the presence to come for you to go where? (laughs) If If the Spirit of God is in you and you know that, are you convinced that? Because sometimes we speak but we are not sure. You know, To be aware of the presence of God in your life is different from just hear that the spirit, you know, you have the spirit of God. When you give your life to Christ, the spirit of God comes into your life. John said, he he wrote and he said, I have right to you who believe in the name of the sons of God that ye may know that you have the eternal life. That means these people, they believe in the name of the Son of God, but they don't know that they have the eternal life. So the knowledge is different. And it is the knowledge that will make change in your life. So now we, we, we are together that the presence of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit is the person of the Holy Spirit, right? He is in you. And he, the Spirit of God and the power of the Spirit of God is different. Right? You cannot use the Spirit of God, but you can use the power of the Spirit of God. You cannot misuse the Spirit of God, but you can misuse the power. That's why nowadays, you know, when people they are anointed, sometimes they misuse the anointing. They use the anointing for their own benefit. So you can misuse, but you cannot misuse the Holy Spirit. 
the power of the Holy Spirit is what we call the anointing. So the anointing can be less sometimes and can be more sometimes. It can increase. But the Spirit himself, he cannot come less and then wait for you to pray and pray and pray and pray for him to increase. So when we call you for prayers, we are not calling you so that the Spirit of God will increase in you. Let us see John, John 3.34. For he whom God has sent speak the words of God. For God does not give the Spirit by measure. The Father loved the Son and has given all things unto his hand. Okay. So God does not give the Spirit by measure. This does not end with Christ. You know, sometimes you say, you know, Jesus was here and he was full of the Spirit. Everything, you know. Jesus was not given the Spirit by measure. But it does not mean that we are given the Spirit by measure. Because it is Christ who was gi not given the Spirit by measure. It's the one who is in us. Right? So it, was, it would have been wrong for Christ. You know, there is no place we can see Christ asking for more. More anointing. More, more, more spirit. More presence. Let us, let us just, just talk about it because we don't have much time to waste. We need to be clear. We need to know what we have. We need to know what we should pray for. We need, we need to redeem time. If you go through the Bible, you'll see the words of Jesus. Jesus, every time Jesus was speaking, he was saying, the Father, my Father who is in me, is the one who performed miracle. Uh, the Father, my Father, who is with me. He's talking always, all the time he talks about his Father who is in him. He never talks about the father who comes when he prays or who, you know. He always, he, he knew who he is and his language. We need to know the language that we need to speak. That kind of language is the language that will help you to walk with the spirit of God. Because he performs, you know, we saw that the Spirit of God sanctifies, right? And everything that comes out of you, it has been sanctified by the Spirit of God, right? If you give, the, we, we read the scripture about the offering, that the Spirit of God sanctify offerings. When you give, he sanctify your words. He sanctify everything that you do. But these things need to be according to the will of God in your life. Sometimes you speak things and uh, heaven is excited. The next time you speak something and I say, is this the same person? 
we are talking about bringing fire bringing bringing light to the lost generation you know when you speak those those words the angels around you they know now this man eh? you are good for business eh and then before long you go and say god if you don't go with me they say ah yeah <laughs> what happened <laughs> you see we 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 surprise a lot <laughs> the angels because sometimes you speak something and they say now this man now we are good to go you know let us read uh first john first john 2 verse 1 Here, the Bible is addressing uh, three categories of believers. It's talking about the children, the young men, and the fathers. And we will see the way he talks to these believers. My little children. So here he's talking to the little children. These things I write... I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He's addressing the children and he's telling them not to sin. Because children do sin. When you get to the fathers, you will see. There will be no the sin business. And he, he, and he himself is the propi propitiation for our sins and not for, our, for ours only, but also for the whole world. You know, Jesus Christ died for the whole world. And he redeemed everyone. You know, the devil has no power has no authority to the world. What the devil does, the devil has the system that controls the world. He's the god of the system that controls. But the world, the people and the world has been redeemed by Jesus Christ. So we don't struggle with the devil, you know. Sometimes we think uh, Jesus is a little guy somewhere struggling with the devil. And when God looks at you, he doesn't see devil around because Jesus did it all. Jesus finished the business. He redeemed everything. He paid the price for everyone. Now, by this, we know that we know. We know that we know him if we keep his commandments. 
He who says I know him and does not keep his commandment is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his words, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He's still talking to the little children. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Brethren, I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment in the word which you had from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. Yeah, we bring light to the world. He who loves his brother abide in light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. Mm-hmm. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walk in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. You know, these, these are not those we talk, we said they are in that generation. Eh? We talk to, uh, concerning these who little children who want to bring the light. I write to you, little children, because your sin are forgiven you for his name's sake. You know, it, he started talking about them not to sin, right? And he told them, but if he knew these are children, if you sin, you have an advocate with the Father. Actually, this advocate is eh, not here trying to pray for you. He is with the Father. But here, he comes and tells them, your sins are forgiven you. For his name's sake. They have not even asked forgiveness. You know, sometimes we think, you know, sometimes uh, we, most of the time, it is scary to preach about the grace of God. Because people might think, yeah, it's a license to sin. You're just encouraging people to sin. So we are trying to say, you know, when you sin, it's not that you are not the child of God. That sonship is not affected, but your relationship with God is affected. It is you who run from God when you, are in sin, when you walk in sin and you know. Because you know, it, when you say children, it's a children, it's a spiritual children. But you came to Christ with your senses. You know what is good and what is not right. (laughs) 
so you know. And when we walk in sin, it is you who will run from God. God has no issues with you. God, your sin does not intimidate God. Because he, he died for those sins. He has a story. He finished that, that the issue of sin for God is not a problem anymore. <laughs> so he said, your sin has been forgiven for his name's sake. It's not even for your sake. When you know these things, it is easy for you to walk with the Spirit of God. Because sometimes you jump in and you jump out. You jump in and you jump You are not sure if the Spirit of God is still with you or is not. But if you are in this category, you need to grow up. Because these are little children. Right? So don't keep there and say, you know, I'm still a child, so it's okay. The Bible says the little children can sin. Hmm? <laughs> Let's go. I write to you, fathers. <laughs> Because you have known him who is from the beginning. You know, there are two things that cause sin in this world. It's fear and selfishness. Yeah, the Bible talks about people were inventors of evil. People invent evils. Even, even the devil himself is marveled. Hey, this man. Yeah? I never knew this. Anaongeza kwenye? Kwenye library yake. Yes. And after that, you go and preach to someone. You have preached. Someone else now know a new trick. How to sin. How to lie. And it goes viral. Yes. Yes. They put it on maybe on comedy or in a movie or clip. And then everyone knows now when you want to to lie, to say that you're in Buddha Buddha, you need to go to the to the fan. But why? People lie out of fear. See? 
These fathers know knows him from the beginning. These fathers, they have, you know, they have nothing to fear. Because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, again, because you have known the father. You know, he is different. They have known the father. Because when you come to Christ, you know the father. But these fathers, he said, you have known him who is from the beginning. They have the experience. They know, they have gone through scriptures. They know him from the beginning. They know, they know what he is capable of. It's not just knowing him. The young men, they are the one who have, you know, they have grown from that part of being uh, children. Now they have experienced uh, uh, some of the things. They know if you say in the name of Jesus, things happen. They know there is anointing of God. They know, you know, they have overcome the devil. But there are some places they have not yet reached. Next. I have written to you fathers because you, you have known him who is from the beginning. You see, they just repeat the same thing. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one. Do not love the world. He still talk up with the young men. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone that loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. He's talking to the young men. Oh, now they have experienced the power. They know, you know, they are strong. They can cast out devils, you know. They can, they can bring healing. They can, you know, they can speak. But he knows after you have this power, the world will be a challenge to you. You might start thinking now, I need, I need, I need, I need that, uh, that car, you know, I need uh, that house, I need that. You, you might, it is, there's a thin line between you, you misusing now that anointing for your personal gain. These are young men. He's not telling them not to sin. You know, sin part, it's no longer their issues, but there is a world. When the devil approached Jesus, he knew this man He's a young man, you know. If I promise him the world, he can bow. So he told him, if you just bow to me, all this wealth, everything you can see. The Bible says he took him up and showed him all the wealth of the world and said, all these things belongs to me. But Jesus knew it's just about time. These things will belong to me. What the devil does is to bring shortcuts. Don't wait for the cross. You know, it's, it's, a, it, it's like a long, 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 it is a hard thing. It's, you know, there is just, it is easy. Here. 
kupeleka kwa mtaalamu pale eh piga mambo nini tunafikia fikia ngombe kwa na gorofa kali yako pale shortcuts Do not love the world okay for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye and the pride of the life is not of the father but it's of the world the pride of the life hmm? next and the world is passing away and the last of it but the but he who does the will of god abide forever little children <laughs> it is the last hour a- and as you have heard that the antichrist is coming even now many antichrists have come by which we know that it is the last hour he came back to little children to remind them about the antichrist because these are not they have not have a solid foundations it is easy to be swayed by all the man of doctrines let's go they went out from us but they were not of us for if they had been of us they would have continued with us but they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us this is a warning you know there are those that are in the church in the body of Christ and then because they are not of he has been maybe in the praise team and after some times he say you know what simuelewi kabisa simuelewi kabisa yule 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 praise team leader yani and i think you see tunataka kutoka alafu kama vile anatubania hivi unaona anataka kuchukua kikosi aondoke nacho you know when the devil Lucifer He did not force fall alone. Yeah. <laughs> the Bible says he took one third. Why? One third is 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 it's a lot. So we better be careful. There is a warning. These people that they they are all in church and they they speak in tongues, you know. the bible say that they went out that they m- might be made manifest that none of them were of us from the beginning they were not of us so it's not about how long he has been in church just the fact that now he's running from the church he's want to take people out of the church Mm, you know this 
It was just taking time so that he can win the trust. And he might know, he may know who to take because, you know, they don't take everybody. They don't go for anyone. So if that man comes to you, try to convince you, just ask yourself, how many just know that you are, you are a little child. The one who are not given to the fathers or to the young man. Because they can discern that this, this is not right. But you have anointing from the, from the Holy One and you know all things. You have from the and you know this is what we have been talking from the beginning. Talking concerning the Holy Spirit. The Bible says he will teach us all. So if you want to grow this the Holy Spirit is the one that you need to walk with. But how? You need to read. You need to know who you are in Christ. You need, you, there is no way you can relate with him unless you know how to relate with him. You know, if you come to church and listen, every time you just come on Sunday, you go. You come on Sunday, you go. You will hear. Sometimes we might quote wrong even the... The, the Bible. And you'll go with it. You don't have time to read for yourself. You know, there are some, a small mistake can happen. A, just a small, just, just a verb. Just, you know, and it can mislead you. I used to know that the Bible said, Jesus said, as he was giving commission, great commission, he said, and I will be with you always. Kiswahili tulianza huko tukao naambiwa kwamba atakuwa nitakuwa pamoja nanyi. So even if I read the Bible, you know you can read the scripture and you can read it from your from your head. That is what I knew. But one day I was just reading the scripture and I say he said I am with you. Then he say I will be it, it was not a promise. It was a fact. It was a assurance that I am with you. So do not wait. Sometimes you might think maybe I've not prayed enough for him to come. He said, I am with you. It's just, just, just a minor mistake. So it is good for you to read the word of God for yourself. It will help you to grow. It will help you to know. It will help you to relate with the Holy Spirit. It will help you to relate with God. When you know who you are in God. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth. But because you know it. And that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar? But he who denies that Jesus is Christ. He is Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Therefore, let that abide in you which you had from the beginning. 
if what you heard from the beginning abide in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised us. Eternal life. My God. You know, eternal life is not the time you go to heaven. Eternal life is what you have when you received Christ from them. The day you receive Christ. That's why I always say Christianity is not a religion that you, you know, you, you, that one you write when you fill the form that I am a Christian. Religion, Christian. Christianity is the divinity at work in you. When you give your life to Christ, first of all, it's not giving our life to Christ, it's receiving his life. When you will receive him to be a Lord and Savior of your life. He takes charge. And you start learning how to walk according to that calling. You grow. The Bible says the creation is eagerly waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. And you still waiting for the manifestation of a, a prophet or a big preacher, someone who opened the church and say, you know, when you come here, there is this and that. You, the, the, world, the creation is waiting for you and you still waiting for someone else. <laughs> ah. Read the word of God. Utaipuka mengi. Read the word of God for yourself. We have the eternal life. Jesus. The Bible says in Hebrews 12.22 say now we are come unto Mount Zion and unto the seed of the living God, heavenly Jerusalem. Hmm? To an innumerable company of angels. Next, next. To the general assembly and the church of firstborn who are registered in heaven. This is us. This is me. To God, the judge of all, to the spirit of just men made perfect, to Jesus Christ, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speak better things than the blood of Abel. This is where I operate from. This is where I live. I'm not intimidated with some issues. The Bible talks about the healing. That if the spirit of him who raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you, he who raised up Christ from the dead shall also give life, quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. That Romans 8, 11, I think. He talks about the life. He quickens, he gives life to your 
mortal bodies. But if the spirit of him who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the question is, is that spirit dwells in you? Are you sure? If you are sure, he who raised up Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. That means you're not ought to be sick. Sickness is not your portion. Praise the Lord. Sickness is not what? Sometimes we're scared to say these things because you, you, you think, what if they, they just come to find out I'm still sick? Actually, we're scared to exercise the faith because we, 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 we just think, what if? What if it doesn't work? You know, just imagine the day uh, Peter went to the temple and then he found this crippled man on the beautiful uh, the gate there. And he say, silver and gold have I not, but as such as I have. Have just imagine if it are you could Yes. Let me tell you. I was kugoma. I was kufanyaje? I was kugoma. Such as I have. The man was sure. If you say such as I have, he knew what he had. Do you? Such as I have. Man, that man was bold. That is faith. You know, sometimes we think Faith, uh, we speak so that it can happen. It, you know, but I, I find a, a way to. The truth concerning your life is not, we don't say it so that we can make it real. It was real before we say it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is a substance. It is not what we hope for. It is a substance of things. And the realities of the things we not seen. It is real that you are a child of God. It is real that you walk in divine health. It is real. You're not trying to make it real. It's not that we are struggling, make it real, we speak so that. No, 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 no. It has been real before we say it.
you know, our speaking is just the evidence of the unseen realities. And sometimes, most of them, like these faith things, we are not sure if it works. Or maybe it works to some people and some people not. Then nowadays, because some people come and tell you, faith happened only to this kind of people. Me? I fast only... When the pastor called for fasting and one week and in the evening I eat mandazi church office. These people they tell you they are fasted dry fast. And you say, man, these faith things will not work with me. You need to know who you are. I was once listening to the sermon and this preacher was give, gave an example, a story about this man. He was a servant of God and uh, he was sick. And he went to his mother and tell his mother, you know, my granddaddy died with heart issues. And, uh, you know, my dad, as you know, he died with the same problem. And now, the symptoms, I start to see the symptoms in me. And the mother asking, Are you saved? Are you born again? He said, Yes, yes, I'm, I'm a pastor of a church. Hey, okay. So tell me the truth about it. Say, What? I've already told you, my dad, my granddad died with the died with the heart issues, heart diseases. And my dad died with the heart disease. And the same problem is in me now. The mother say, tell me the truth about it. I say, what's the problem with you, woman? You, I've already told you that my dad died with the heart issues. Same with my dad, my granddad. And now, and that mother looked at him and said, the third time said, and tell me the truth about it. At this moment, the woman was like, you know, come on, Vimba, like the power of God is like the fires coming out of her. And the man said the same thing. The woman went to that man and grabbed his ears and said, Tell you, tell me the truth about it. <laughs> Didn't you heard that? By whose stripes we are healed. And that is when that. He said wow. <laughs> and the power of God started working on him. At that point. We have been preached a lot concerning the generation curses. And uh, we all. We don't think. This thing has been in the family for so long. And that is what we confess. 
That is everybody. If you're going to tell the pastor, you know the pastor. These things have been in my family. You know the father. There is a lot of witchcraft. You know what? There is n- no faith word comes out of your mouth. You, you, you know nothing about it. When you give your life to Christ... The reality changed. So your confession should change too. You are redeemed out of it. The Bible says all things become new. All the old things passed away. Behold, the new. You, you, you have no past. Actually, that is a reality. That is a reality. You need to know who you are. David, David went to the uh, to see the, his brothers to the battlefield, and then he, he 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 arrived there, and he had someone speaking so badly to the army of the Lord. Like, man, this, this was a little boy. And you know, <laughs> you know what was his, he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who defiled the armies of the living God? You know what, what he meant? This man that is he, he doesn't have the covenant with God. Yes. David knew that he is a child of covenant. Uh-huh. Man, he knew his God. Uh-huh. And he went to Saul and say, Ni peikitui. Ubwana mdogo sana. And so, what will be given? Kakakangalia, my brother. So, my brother, Mishindo Kuchkum Totum Falmi. So look at this boy and say, you know what? You are not ready for these things. These are experienced warriors here. Mm-hmm. And David, you know, some of the, I always tell you about the scenes, beautiful scenes in the Bible, right? This is one of them. Yeah. David Spoke to Saul and said, you know what? I keep the sheep of my father. And when the lions and the bears come to grab the lamb, I follow them. I strike them down and take the lamb out of their mouth with my own hands. That story there, 
after that, you know what? Ah, he said, but even when I leave that scene, if the lion tries to rise unto me, I grab them by their beers. The beers of lion? You know, it's either the Bible is truth or... <laughs> you know, sometimes we, 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 we know the story of Samson and we talk about Samson killing a lion. But this, 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 this young boy is telling that I grabbed them by their beers. The lion. And you call Jamanga You bring a lion by the beers, you know. But after that, he said, he knew that it was not him. He said, but the God who delivered me <laughs> from bears and the lions, he's the same one. He knew the God who was backing him. Man, glory to God. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise Jesus. So, actually, Saul did not have an option. Say, so let us try this little boy. He's so confident. He has a CV, talks about the lions and the bears, and, you know, maybe. And he said, I, if they rise against me, I grab them by the beers and kill them. And he said, in this uncircumcised Philistine, I will be like one of them. Like one of them. So David went to the battle now. He could not take the armors. He could not, you know. This, this, this little boy who kills lion cannot even take that. That it shows you that it was not about the muscles. It was not about the muscles. And he went to the, and faced this Goliath. And you know, he said, today, today, the Lord will deliver you into my hands. I will strike you, and I will cut off your head. The Bible says Goliath has, has someone who carries the, just the sword of Goliath. Someone else had to be there to carry. This man was big. This man was huge. And after that he said, and I will kill all the, I will feed the bed with the carcass of the armies of Philistine. This little boy, you know, how comes, okay, you said you're coming to fight me, the whole army. <laughs> and he started using his slingshot. And the Bible say, when Goliath put a step forward, sometimes we call him Sometimes you know, 
Mkwala umegoma? <laughs> Ukiona mkwala umegoma alafu yule anayempiga mkwala anakuja. Unajua watu wanaoongoza migomo? I remember that I saw this clip which was I think you don't this guy was in the forefront. He's inside, he's talking. And uh, police were there. And police started to announce. They announced it the first time. The man was there talking. They announced it the second time. The, the third time. When they tried to, the man was at the back. <laughs> Those people know how to run. wengine. <laughs> The man knows how to run. But David, the Bible says, this was the interesting part. When Goliath put a step forward, David started running towards him. He started running towards him. And the end. We know the end. Right? This is someone who knew, knows his God, who knew his God, knew the one who is backing him up, knew the one that he walks with. Can it be our walk today? Can it be our walk today? We don't, we don't just talk these things and laugh just like an entertainment and then after the service you just live the same life you used to live. We need to change. We need to bring that light we are singing about. We need to bring that life. We need to bring that odor. We need to know who we are. We need to know the things which are freely given unto us. And take advantage of them. Praise the Lord. There is so much, so much. We have not even scratched. There is so much. The world needs to know the God that is in you. The world needs to see the God that you carry. People need to, you know, the presence that you want to, f- you want to go with you. Just know it is with you. Yeah. There are those which are around you, out there. They are the one that they will feel and they will sense that there is God in you. You just know. Just know that you are a child of God. Nothing is impossible. Read the word of God. You need to grow up. Don't leave some to be fathers. If you are a young man, you know that you are there just 
read the word of God. Let us have time. Take time. The, you know, we, we will be preaching, preaching every Sunday. We will call for prayers. We will do these things. But you will not change. Your life will not move if you don't have time for yourself to fellowship with God. After service, we all say that the, may the grace of our Lord Jesus and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. That means the Holy Spirit has a fellowship for you. And most of the time we don't fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God in you wants the fellowship. If you fellowship with him, he will tell you. He will be speaking to you. He will tell you what to do. You will always be a victor in life. The Bible says David was successful in all things. How come somebody becomes successful in all things? In all things because the man always was seeking for the will of God, the heart of God. The man was after God's heart. It was read the man was after God's heart. Always. Don't just live like a mere man. Don't just live as a mere man. The Bible says you will die like a mere man. Go and search what is belongs to you. If you see that the sickness is not your portion, just take it. Live by it. Speak it. When you wake up, speak. Speak out. You know, it is good for you. It is better you keep on speaking. When you wake up, you, you speak concerning your day. That it is a prosperous day. It's a good day. It's a successful day. You know, you're going to meet people who are in God's order. In God's plan for your life. You speak prosperity. That no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. These are the things that are written in the Bible for you to know and walk. It, it was not written there for preachers to use to preach here. It was written for us to live by. But most of the time we cry. Every time we go to God, cry. And we cry, you know, God, I'm not sure if this thing are working. You know, my business is not going well. My business is not going. But what does the Bible say about it? What is the truth about it? The truth about it. Speak the truth about it. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the living God. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.